Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to week 32 of 2022. Pam's going to let us know all about Monday, the 8th of August, and that whole week going through, after which I will come in for our meditation. You are listening to Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli, and we are ActiveSpirituality.life. And here we go. What's in store? Monday, the 8th of August, that moon is still in Sagittarius. And as I was saying yesterday, um, it may have felt a little, a little kind of confusion or a sense of where am I? And oh, I, I've lost myself in the space of time. So it, it, we can have that kind of fuzzy feeling into the morning, depending on how early you wake up. And sometimes I would call this state of being sort of a dream hangover. It's that sense of what was going on in my very active unconscious while I was sleeping. And some of us may record or remember our dreams regularly, but for those who don't, it may it just may be kind of on your mind for a bit going into the morning. So this isn't bad at all. I mean, dreams are incredibly rich for letting us know where, you know, what problems our psyche is working out. And sometimes they can be unsettling. And sometimes they can be quite revelatory. Sometimes we don't know what the heck they were about. And other times it is clear as crystal. So I just know the dreamscape for many of us may be quite lively um, the evening of the 7th into the wee hours of August 8th. The moon enters Capricorn, but not until 2.39 p.m. So that gives us a void, of course, moon morning into mid-afternoon. So let me explain that to people who don't listen regularly nor know what void, of course, moon means. What it means is that the moon is not making any more geometric aspects to another heavenly body before it changes signs. And because the moon and where it's positioned is indicative of the emotional weather of the day, when it's void, of course, there's no, there's nothing that sticks. So it doesn't mean that we can't have a good day or a productive day or emotionally satisfying day, but it does mean that... <clears throat> If you're pitching something or 
working to engage another person in a project, an idea, or concept, it probably is not going to hold together. This can be mitigated somewhat depending on your personal horoscope, but if you're if we're just talking about planetary weather, then in general, we say when the moon is void, of course, it's best to work on projects already in motion. Don't start anything new that is meaningful. You can certainly do something that you don't really want to go anywhere. Uh, But if you are investing time or energy or hope into a project, it's best not to do it when the moon is void, of course. So nice to meet a friend for brunch or whatever, but don't don't reach out to that really important client that you've been trying to uh, get to agree to something or other or uh, begin a relationship with because probably won't stick. At 2.39 p.m. when the moon enters Capricorn, now we're in energy that's got to what is it we have to do and how are we going to make it happen and this is a very because of some other pictures in the sky this time really has a lot to do with cold hard considerations and decisions and that's not bad it's a good time to look very honestly, at financial things, at relationships that maybe are not going or giving what is fair in reciprocity, business uh, contracts or deals or things you'd like to get done that just aren't coming together in the way you would like, all that is really good to do. It's not necessarily the easiest time or evening, but it it can be very productive and instructional. The thing that is critically important to keep in mind is if you are born with an aspect in your horoscope that um, kind of shows a historic habit of feeling undeserving, not asking for the money you require or that you're worth uh, settling in relationship or in negotiation. If that is your history, maybe something that you consistently work on, then do not fall into the hole of acquiescence this evening or uh, the next day or so. Recognize it, see it, but don't, don't shortchange yourself. This is about really understanding what's available And making some decisions. Here's an example. Um, Let's say you have a 
well, not let's not you, let's say I have a friendship that it's my friend is never on time. Sometimes she blows me off. I love her, but she's just totally flaky. And at this point in time, I make a determination that I love her, but my time is more valuable. And so not that I tell her I never want to see her again, but that I I don't engage. I don't plan. I don't, you know, I make a decision that this is who she is and I love her, but I'm, I'm not selling myself short anymore. So that's an example of what energetically is about. It could also be uh, somebody wants a job, uh, pitching for a certain job and the client or employer is just under, you know, wanting to underpay. And it's important to determine is the value of the experience enough that it's worth not getting the money I deserve? And I can't answer that question. I'm just setting up an example. Because sometimes the value of the experience is worth. But it's important to determine that and be okay with it than accepting something that is less than your value and carrying resentment for months or years to come. So that's the energy that's happening with this particular passage of moon and Capricorn. So it can clear out and make decisions about a lot of things and realistic assessments of, okay, yeah, I can live with that or I get it. And I take responsibility for the decision, knowing that it's not quite what I want, but it it's giving me enough that I'm willing to do it. So those are the decisions over the next day or so. Uh, moon exits Capricorn. Well, rather, it doesn't exit Capricorn yet, but it goes void, of course, at 12.39 p.m. on Wednesday the 10th. So what I just talked about thematically pretty much is uh, taking us from the afternoon of Monday uh, through Tuesday into the morning of the 10th. Productive, productive time, but also clear-eyed assessment time. Once the moon goes void, of course, uh, we have a little over an hour before it enters uh, Aquarius at 2.45 p.m. So that that's a wonderful time to take a nice lunch break, uh, settle into the void to just not direct yourself anywhere, just do what maybe needs to get finished up or... Um, concentrate on giving yourself a nourishing lunch or a reinvigorating break. When the moon enters Aquarius, this is a, a lively afternoon, evening into the next day. It is 
a lot of shifts and pivots. A lot of uh, things can come up, uh, some of them uh, possibly unexpected, uh, possibly they can feel upsetting, perhaps, or like a surprise. Uh, for others, it can be like, oh my God, that's what I want to do. I'm getting off this amusement park ride and I'm going on that one. So it can be a, a an evening, but and including into the next day of um, changes, like fast changes and pivots. And so the most important thing, because the full moon is on the 11th as well, it's the full moon in Aquarius lit by the Leo sun. It's 19 degrees and change. So what's happening with this full moon is it's very engaged in what I said earlier about the fixed sign energy at the quarter periods of time where there's so much about where is the wheel turning today? Where are we going? And just because of other things happening in the sky, sun Uranus on Thursday, full moon, this is, I'd be really surprised if this was a quiet day. I don't really see this as a quiet day. I see this as a day where uh, people are speaking up, people are engaged, Venus enters Leo, so a lot more some people are going to be like really strident or need to, needing to call a lot of attention to themselves it's it's activating a great deal of fire and air energy and in tandem it also has this this piece that I mentioned earlier with that moon in Capricorn uh, just the day before and, and a couple of days before, are you taking responsibility for the change? So, so if we do decide, hey, I'm getting off the roller coaster, um, so I've got to find a safe place to land, and then I'm going on the... Uh, the water slide or whatever, if you're, and these are metaphors. I, I'm, really not, I'm really not advocating that we change amusement park rides in, in mid-flight. But let's say, uh, example, let's say you're, you've signed on, you're doing this uh, networking event or this luncheon or this group of people who are getting together to do something. And then somewhere around Thursday, it's through one person or through a text or something that came in, you need to clone yourself to go somewhere else because there's something else that's really calling to you or asking that you engage with it. So these are the kinds of segues we may have to make, but whatever it is you do, you take the thing that pulls you away from the other thing. The theme or the, the piece about if it's the right move 
must do with taking responsibility and having a commitment for something. So it's it's not a cavalier, oh, I'm just going to do this now. It's more about this is what's speaking to me about what I have to be active and declare at this point in time. And it's it can have some pushback, this process of actually doing it. It may not, you may not encounter it during the action of or the experience of, or you may be the person or the 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 partner or the other party that feels someone else, you know, has suddenly gone on another track or uh, moved in another direction. So the pushback piece, it's important to look at it and determine, is this happening because there's a sense of one person or an entity or whatever the pushback is coming from? Is that because someone is so entrenched in the way things are? that they can't allow this other piece to happen. And so it's important to identify the why and to understand that because once we do, then we can enter into full engagement with the what may seem like a radical act or a, um, or a sudden leap. Because we know it's the thing that really is about life-giving force and what allows us to really be. And sometimes the tension of why are you doing this, which again can come within, sometimes we project it out on another person, but it's if we're experiencing that pushback, it you it usually will have a root within as well. So when we experience that, it is it is calling to us to really make a declaration, to really understand why we've stepped into this, this other place. And you may not. You may be presented with it and decide, no, that's not for me. But someone on your team, family, um, enterprise may need to engage in that way. So overall, highly stimulating period of time. As the Temple of Apollo says at, um, at, in Delphi, know thyself. I mean, it's just critically important to understand where the emotions reactivity comes from and then you can navigate in ways that have to do with total growth and feeling like you are the driver of your own life. So the moon enters Pisces at 2.44 p.m. It had been void as of 7.07 a.m. on Friday the 12th. So that's the whole morning, mid-afternoon to ideally work on something already in motion, in, uh, be with friends, like-minded people, common cause activities, 
can be highly productive and uh, and give you tremendous information. When the moon enters Pisces through this weekend, this is a lovely weekend. Absolutely lovely. It's uh, that Pisces moon just sails along, just kind of teasing out ideas, visions, creativity, great sense of love, connection, meditation highs, uh, be in nature, look at bodies of water, float on bodies of water. It is absolutely delicious weekend. The moon goes void, of course, at 11.11 a.m. on Sunday the 14th. And then it's void uh, through late afternoon until it enters Aries at 4.43 p.m. So the morning into that void period of the Pisces moon, just really delicious to allow yourself to float to see things in terms of how do you best give in ways that feel like you're really of service and you're you're in a harmonious place it's it can be a really lovely restorative day when the moon enters aries at 4:43 p.m. Aries, Pisces, as different as they get on the zodiacal wheel. Pisces, mutable water, it loves to drift and dream, create, make music, hear music, dance. Aries, cardinal fire. Let's get up and go. Let's move. Let's take action. Let's, you know, and if there's no let's, I'm doing it myself. It's just very forceful and self-directed energy. And so some of us may feel this big shift in, wow, the late afternoon, evening looks so different. And it can feel very, it can feel very disruptive if we've been in a nice zone of just really enjoying the weekend. What this what this reminds me of, this picture reminds me of, is when I used to go from New York City up to see my beloved friends up around where uh, Susie lives in Woodstock-Kingston area and have a wonderful, drifty, dreamy weekend. And then I had to drive or find my way back to the city. So that's that's the transition that can happen late Sunday uh, afternoon and evening. So the the advice is if you know that's what has to be done and the warrior has to come up, you know, just just be that person that gets you out of the dream state into the action safely. And now I turn it over to Susie. And because I live up here, I'm always in the dream state, right? <laughs> Lovely. Oh, if that could only be true. <laughs> Living in the woods. So um, what is definitely coming up for me about this week too is just gratitude about um, mm. what we have and and kind of too because uh, 
because I spend a lot of time growing food and growing uh, various herbs and things for medicines, um, this is a great time of harvesting as well. So mm. mm-hmm. I like to think of the, the full moon often as a time of gratitude as well, Pam, that um, the fullness, the, the gratitude, the, the thank you so much. So Absolutely. if that's okay with you, I'd like to jump into our meditation like that. Lovely. And uh, just before I start, um, what's interesting is, um, as many people might know, I've been practising Tibetan Buddhism for most of my life and um, so a lot of my, my work comes from Buddhism and it's interesting in, in Buddhism, in, in Tibet, traditionally the monks and nuns, they offer prayers every morning for gratitude and they actually say, um, something to, like to like this. Grant that I might have enough suffering to awaken in me the deepest possible compassion and wisdom. So they are expressing that it is actually suffering that awakens in us compassion and wisdom, and that is their form of gratitude. So I'd like to use it as the beginning today for our meditation. So I invite everyone to just take that 10 little minutes, take a few deeper breaths and just allow yourself to be in your body and all of us have suffered, some in many, many, many ways, some in perhaps not so deep ways. But human life is about experiencing suffering. And we can see that there are many people around us in other countries, in other situations that are suffering tremendously. So as we do this meditation, as we do this intention, as we do this prayer, We offer this up for all beings everywhere, as we do, as I like to do with all of our meditations, that we offer it up so that it is a part of all of human consciousness and we offer our prayers up for people that are suffering. And now we can deepen into the understanding of what it is that we suffer and how we suffer and when we suffer and what happens to us, if we could really elevate ourselves now to to a very, very advanced spiritual level where we can see that the suffering here for us is an opportunity for us to really awaken, to really deepen into our own compassion as was said before, to know thyself, to have wisdom about ourself, what makes us tick, what makes us human, what is reality, what is perception, who am I? And in all of that depth, we can find real compassion and real understanding and real loving kindness. 
So just for a few moments, it might be the strangest thing that we're asked to do now, but let's be grateful as we offer prayers. Say thank you for this life. Gratitude for all that is. Gratitude from my heart. Gratitude for all of this life, even my difficulties, even my suffering, even the hardest things that I have been through. And the hardest things might be even be in front of us right now, the hard things that are coming to us. We give gratitude. And with that gratitude, it allows the joy to rise up. It allows the courage to rise up. It allows the blessings to rise up. And as we take a few deeper breaths, feeling within our hearts the joy, the love that we have for people, for our surroundings, for the sunlight, for the air, for the very breath within our lungs right now. And perhaps allow that little child within you, that innocent little child within you to just awaken and be joyful for being alive, for being here. And as we take a deeper breath, allowing that gratitude to really come from our lungs from our heart. Thank you. Thank you for every moment. Thank you for every wonder. Thank you for giving me birth. Thank you for giving me so many things to keep me busy. Thank you that I can live my life fully. Thank you that I live in freedom. Graciously, we acknowledge everything that brings life to us that sustains us to the tiny microbes that allow our gut to work, to the giant rain clouds that bring us water. Filling ourselves now with this gratitude, which is really a way of having confidence in life itself. 
something that pushes us forward, something that allows us to, to be here with meaning. And perhaps when we look around us, we see people taking life very much just as it is or just taking it for granted. So allow us to express compassion to those people and let's really make an effort to help others to be a role model, to help others really understand and appreciate the preciousness of this human existence and our ability as humans in this existence to help others. So perhaps this is the time now where we can really go out into the world and tell those people whom we do love very much just how much we love them. Perhaps this is a great time to express our gratitude for those beings around us. Yes, they might irritate us here and there a little bit. They might do those little things that tick us off. But in the really, really big picture, do we love them? Are we happy that we are living with them? Are we happy that we share so much together? Let's express that to them. Let's bring all of the goodness to the surface. Let's bring all of the bubbles of love, of appreciation, of sweetness. And then to those that we don't know, to all of the millions of other people that we don't know, the strangers, the foreigners, the people that we've never met before, we send them also this love and gratitude. Thank you for being here on this planet with me. Thank you for being who you are. How much can we really create all of that love inside of us and gratitude and send it out? Who are we saying thank you to? To the world, to the universe, to the other beings, to the oneness, to the God, to the goddess, to the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, to whoever we consider as the creator of all of this. We say thank you. And as we take a deeper breath, as we feel the fullness of our life, the fullness of our potential, the fullness of our hearts, the fullness of our gratitude, we feel all of that energy in our being recalibrating us back to our original healthy state. And we send this love, this gratitude out to all beings everywhere for the highest good of all, always. Taking a deeper breath, gently opening your eyes. Thank you for the breath. Thank you for the temple of my body. 
Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thanks, everyone, for joining us and see you all next week and love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.